to Ricky Road Cycling. If road cycling is your new hobby and you want to be better informed to get more out of it, then this is the place for you. I'm Lexi Rose and thanks for joining me. In this episode, we're going to be talking about gloves, what's available, what to consider, and also other accessories such as arm and leg warmers and also those funny little cycling caps. Uh, But first, just a couple of unrelated things. Uh, In my last podcast on Strava and subscription, I referred to Strava Summit as being the premium paid for version. Well, this isn't quite right. Um, The paid version for Strava was called Summit, but it isn't anymore. The brand of Summit no longer exists. Uh, You can either use Strava for free with the fairly limited features or you subscribe and you get all the features. So that's it. It doesn't have a brand name as such anymore. The other unrelated topic I wanted to mention is conkers and the dangers thereof. Not a specific cycling danger, of course, but I was out a couple of times last week and I got hit twice whilst cycling under horse chestnut trees. The first time the conker landed on my wrist, uh, on my watch strap, in fact, and it actually really hurt. Uh, The second occasion, a conker fell right in the middle of my helmet and obviously it didn't hurt, but the sound was incredible. It sounded, it was quite alarming. It was like I'd been shot at. Um, Anyway, like I say, not a danger unique to cycling, but just to be mindful and around the big trees at the moment, especially in the wind. And there's lots of debris on the ground in general at the moment. So just to be careful out there. Okay, gloves. So as you're probably aware, you can get everything from thin summer mitts through to big winter gloves. Um, So we're just going to start with the mitts and work through. So mitts, fingerless gloves. It took me a lot of effort to find a pair that I liked and that were comfortable. My main problem was that I found the mitts would sort of ride up um, a bit and put a lot of pressure on the skin between my fingers and actually was sometimes pretty painful, particularly on longer rides. Uh, So it seemed to really be a case of trial and error. I finally settled on a pair of Altura gloves that work really well for me. I keep meaning to buy a couple of pairs to keep them in stock. I tried many pairs, both women's specific gloves and men's gloves too, just in a smaller size. Guys, I'm not sure it works the other way around, but maybe it does. So these gloves also have a bit of padding at the top of the palm um, and also at the heel of the hand. And I like that. It does feel quite comfortable. Um, And it's a gel padding, which works better than some of the cheaper gloves that offer a padding, but it's sort of just a a bit of foam. Um, And they have a thin stretch of fabric over the back of the hand and they just fit me really well. But yeah, like I say, trial and error, really. So I like to wear mitts. I never like to go without something on my hands. So it's just what I wear all summer and spring and autumn too, weather permitting. I think sometimes people wear gloves just in case they fall. It's a sort of protection. But for me, I just like wearing them. It just feels like an essential part of my kit. Um, But of course, you don't have to wear them. It's partly a comfort thing and partly a safety sort of PPE thing, but perfectly fine to go without. Anyway, moving on to full finger sort of mid-season gloves. Not something I've ever had much luck with. I did experiment with them when I was having problems with the mitts riding up and causing pain, but never settled on a great pair. And actually, I like my fingers to be free and then move uh, straight onto winter gloves when the weather requires it. There's some good ones out there, I'm sure, but I often found the problem for me was there was always like excess fabric over my palm, which I just found quite irritating. As soon as I'd relax my hand, it sort of puffed out and I just didn't like that. 
So for me, once it's too cold for mitts, then I move straight to my more wintry gloves. Now my favourite gloves for colder seasons are neoprene gloves. They're like wetsuit material and so they work in the same way by keeping a thin layer of water next to your skin and your hand warms this water up and so your hands are kept warm. Uh, therefore, clearly, your hands are not kept dry. If you're cycling in wet weather, your hands can get pretty pruney, but I've never been too bothered by this. Uh, also, they don't commonly have any padding, but they're just generally a really good fit and I find they keep my hands warm and they don't compromise on control of brakes or gear shifting. But I do have a third pair of gloves, essential for when riding in sort of sub-zero temperatures or, well, close to zero. If I'm heading out and it's only two or three degrees or less, then I'd definitely go for this pair. They are insulated and waterproof and windproof with a proper cuff and Velcro to tighten. Uh, the only downside is the bulk. Control for braking is fine, but gear shifting is definitely a little bit more difficult. Okay, moving on. So getting cold feet is the worst. Definitely worse than cold hands. With cold hands, you can move them more easily and more easily warm them up when you've stopped and relieve a bit of the discomfort. With feet, they are just there, just blocks of ice, nothing you can do other than sort of look down at them and just wish they weren't so cold. Now, this is where overshoes come in. Commonly available in just neoprene, but you can get waterproof ones too. A bit of an art to getting them on. It took me a while to work out that the best way is to put them on before your shoes, so that you have them up around your ankles, then you put your shoes on, and then you pull them down over your shoes. Easy when you know how. They often have zips at the back and crucially have holes in the bottom of your cleats, of course. Something you'll need to consider when buying. My overshoes were actually made for road bike cleats and they don't fit with my mountain bike cleats, but I sort of make them fit and the result is, well, damaged overshoes. So not really recommended. Definitely best to buy the right ones for the job and what you need. You can also get toe covers, a sort of overshoe that just covers the front of your shoe. The good thing about overshoes is they also keep your shoes clean. Uh, winter roads can obviously be pretty filthy, so it's nice not to get your shoes all messed up. Um, overshoes are much easier to clean than the shoes themselves. Okay, next up, um, arm and leg warmers. So basically a tube of material that you can use in combination with a short sleeve jersey or shorts. Mm, personally, I've never really used these much, never leg warmers, even though I do have a pair. For my legs, I guess they just aren't so bothered about the temperature, so I feel able to commit to either shorts or tights for a ride and just be okay with that. A couple of times I've used arm warmers, I guess they can be useful when you know it's going to be a nice day, but when you're heading out it's just a couple of degrees too cold to be comfortable. For me though, I've got a really thin lightweight jacket so I'd prefer to just use that instead of arm warmers but it's a personal preference some people love arm warmers also you can get thin ones and you can get thicker ones with a fleecy lining <laughs> okay caps cycling caps what are these little peaked cotton caps about what purpose could they possibly serve well I never really knew either are they just a cliquey cycling thing or is there more to it well, they are actually quite useful, or they can be. They can help keep the sun out of your eyes and they can help keep the rain out of your eyes. But yes, can also sort of be a clubby, 
cliquey thing too, but nothing too much wrong with that. I do like wearing a cycling cap for both the reasons that I mentioned, but in fact I rarely do. Uh, The main reason is that I always wear a headband, always. It's kind of a hair thing, I think. I like to keep my hair very much away from my face when I'm cycling, but again, a personal preference. With caps or hats, you can get a sort of skull cap that are a bit more thermal to keep your head warm in the winter. And then you can get caps that are waterproof. Uh, The only downside is sometimes the breathability factor, which is obviously a function of what waterproof material you go for. Anyway, lots of options. Okay, so let's summarise. There are many different gloves out there, and it can take some real perseverance to find the pair that are just right for you. And that's true for the whole range of gloves, from summer mitts to windproof and waterproof insulated winter gloves. Neoprene gloves I think are worthwhile though and are easier to find a good fitting pair. Arm and leg warmers are a bit more of a personal preference, but give them a go if you think you'll find them useful. Overshoes, pretty much essential to keep your feet warm in winter. And caps, They can be great for keeping both the sun and the rain out of your eyes. Well, that is it for this episode. Don't forget to tune in for the next podcast, which will be on hydration and energy. So thanks for listening. Hope you've got something to take away. Don't forget to tell people, share our love for cycling. Please follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And you can also find us on LinkedIn and of course the website cyclebean.cc. Stay safe, Ricky Roadies. See you next time.